Did you know that President Biden wants to pay you to flip houses? A bill is being proposed to Congress that would incentivize flippers to rehab outdated homes in low-income neighborhoods. On this video, I'm gonna break down what those proposed tax credits are, as well as the requirements to qualify, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If this is your first time here, my name is Jerry Norton and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for over 17 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six and even seven figure incomes. If you wanna learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Now, according to the sponsors of this proposed bill, the Neighborhood Homes Investment Act or NHIA, is to help revitalize low-income neighborhoods where the homes are in poor condition and the property values are lower than the cost to renovate or build new. In other words, neighborhoods where there are no margins for flippers to make money. For example, you purchase a debilitated property in Detroit for $20,000 and it costs $80,000 in labor and materials to fix it up, so you're all into the deal for $100,000, but after fixing it up, the home's market value is only 75,000. So it costs more to buy and fix it up than the house is worth. In this case, $25,000 negative. Now I started out wholesaling and flipping houses in Detroit, so I've seen this firsthand. Since there's no room for flippers to make a profit, these neighborhoods get passed over, which in turn makes it difficult to attract or retain homeowners, causing property values to not increase and even decline. Now, according to the sponsors of this bill, 40% of U.S. housing stock is at least 50 years old, and vacant houses are a big problem in many low-income markets. Even with record low foreclosures, there are still 5.8 million vacant houses as of 2016. Now, the NHIA is asking for $2 billion annually and believes that just $1 billion in funding for this bill would result in 25,000 homes being built or rehabilitated, produce $4.25 billion of total development activity, create 33,000 jobs in construction-related industries, provide $1.8 billion in wages and salaries, and raise $1.25 billion in federal, state, and local tax revenues and fees. Now, I have no idea where they came up with those numbers, but sounds impressive. Now, in addition, the NHIA believes that this tax credit will, and I quote, improve property values, increase family wealth, decrease blight and abandonment in distressed neighborhoods, and create more and better options for shelter, all of which indirectly enhance multiple determinants of health and well-being in America's residential communities. And flippers who qualify will receive a tax credit on their federal tax returns. Now I'll explain those tax credits in a minute and you can tell me if you think it's worth it, but first let's discuss six qualifications. The first qualification for the tax credit is the location. Now like I mentioned, the tax credit will only apply to certain areas. To qualify, the area must have poverty rates that are 130% or greater than the metro or state rate, have incomes that are 80% or less than area median income, and have home values that are below the metro or state median value. To save time and effort trying to figure out if an area qualifies, the NHIA created an interactive map with qualified areas. Let's take a quick look at Michigan. Now, if I zoom out, you can see all great areas would qualify. Over the years, I've wholesaled and flipped hundreds of properties up and down Metro Detroit, including many areas that qualify like Pontiac. 
Now, if you'd like to check out your market and see what areas qualify, I'll put the link to this map in the description below and you can check it out. The second qualification for the tax credit is that properties must be sold to and occupied by eligible homeowners making less than 140% of the area median income as a combined family income. Now, this ensures that improved housing directly benefits members of the communities targeted by the new tax credit. For example, I googled median income Detroit, Michigan, and according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2019, the median household income was 30894 So let's do some quick math. In order to qualify for the tax credit in the city of Detroit, if you flipped a house to a homeowner, the most the household could earn would be approximately 43000 Let's take a look at another city. I've got a deal right now I'm flipping in New Orleans. Now, if I Google median income New Orleans, Louisiana, according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2019, the median household income was 41,604. So using 140% in order to qualify for the tax credit in the city of New Orleans, if you flip the house to a homeowner, the most the household could earn would be approximately 58,000. The third qualification for the tax credit that you need to know is the maximum home price cannot exceed four times the area's median family income. So using Detroit again, the most you could sell a house is for 123,576. And in New Orleans, it would be 166,416. But this is a little unrealistic because a general rule of thumb is that a buyer getting a home loan can reasonably qualify using a two and a half times annual income multiplier, maybe up to three times multiplier, but not a four times multiplier. So to be safe, I recommend using a two and a half times multiplier to determine the max sale price to target when flipping. So in Detroit, using a two and a half times multiplier, the most you would try and sell for would be 77,000. And in New Orleans, it would be 104,000. Now, I don't think the sponsors thought that went through all the way. Anyways, that should give you some parameters to aim for in order to qualify for the tax credits. The fourth qualification to consider for the tax credits under this proposed bill is the type of homes can be single family homes as well as two to four unit homes, condominiums and cooperative housing, but also new construction housing and even rehabs for existing homeowners. Now, the good news is unlike other credits, there is not a lengthy compliance period where investors may be subject to recapture. I understand that to mean you do a deal, you flip it, it qualifies, you get the credit. Okay, the fifth qualification for the tax credit that you need to know about is the repairs have to be a minimum of 20,000. Yes, sorry, that eliminates flippers who would buy and resell without doing any improvements or doing very minimal improvements. In fact, not only is this program designed for big rehab projects, but the sixth qualification for the tax credit that you need to know is that the acquisition cost is limited to 75% of the rehab cost, which clearly shows this program is designed for big rehab projects. For example, let's say that the rehab is 100,000. 75% of the max acquisition means I could pay up to 75,000 to buy the house. But what if the rehab is not that extensive? Let's say the rehab cost is at the minimum requirement of 20,000. Well, 75% of 20,000 means the most I could pay to buy the house is 15,000. That just eliminated a lot of deals that don't need extensive work because the less work it needs, the higher the price it will sell for. Now, this qualification seems backwards to me. Something fishy is going on here. Keep watching, I think I figured it out.
Okay, now let's take a close look at how the tax credits will work and how much tax credits you can earn because there are several things to consider. First of all, like I already mentioned, it's a credit on your federal tax return. That means you don't see the monetary gain at the time you flip the house, but rather when you file your next federal tax return. It's also worth noting that investors, not the government, bear the risk because the credits don't qualify until after the property is renovated, sold, and occupied by an eligible homeowner. And the amount you can qualify for is kind of confusing. Let me explain and then use some examples. The tax credit is designed to cover the difference between total development cost, including acquisition, rehab, demolition, and construction, and the sale price. That means for home sales, the tax credit cannot exceed the difference between the sales price and the total qualified development cost. Again, I'll give an example in a second, but there is also some maximum credit amounts. The maximum credit amount is the lesser of 35% of the total development cost, which again includes acquisition plus construction and or rehab costs, or 80% of the national median new home sales price. Now, if you're totally confused, don't worry, so was I. Let's look at an example given by the NHIA directly when they presented this bill. This is the exact PowerPoint slide used as an example of how the tax credit would work. Let me walk you through it. You buy a house for 35,000, then you spend 85,000 on the rehab for a total development cost of 120,000. Then you sell it for $100,000, creating a $20,000 gap or loss. And the example doesn't factor in closing costs or commissions to sell the property, so I don't know what happens to those costs, but for now, let's just say that you are at a $20,000 loss or gap. Well, the rule is you get a tax credit for the difference in cost versus sale, which is $20,000, and the max you could get would be 35% of the development cost, which would be $42,000. But hold on a second. I'm so confused. Where's the incentive? Think about it. If it costs me $120,000 and I sell it for $100,000 and I lose $20,000 today, the federal government will give me a $20,000 credit later on my tax return equal to the loss I realized. How does that make any sense whatsoever? Let's look at another example of stupidity and then the only way I can see how this makes any sense at all. This is a new construction example using the exact PowerPoint slide used by the NHIA when they presented this proposed bill. You buy a lot for $40,000, you spend $200,000 building a new home, so you're all in for $240,000, then you sell it for $190,000 and lose $50,000. Now the max you could get is $84,000, but the credit you qualify for is the exact amount you lost, which is $50,000. So just like the last example, if I did that deal today as of this recording on June 9th, I would lose 50000 But don't worry, in 10 months when I file my next federal tax return, I'll get a credit for 50000 the exact amount of my loss. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. How does that make any sense whatsoever? What incentive is there for a flipper to do this? What am I missing? I poured over every ounce of information and this is how it's proposed. This is the most asinine thing I've seen the Biden administration do all week, and it's only Wednesday. Now, remember how I said there's something fishy going on? If this bill is passed, here's what I think will actually happen. Flippers will create their own general contractor companies and game the system. Let me show you what I mean. Let's go back to the rehab example slide. Okay, so I'm the flipper, and I also just so happen to own my own general contracting business. So Jerry Flipper buys a house for $35,000, and then Jerry hires Jerry Contractor to do the work. 
Jerry, contractors' actual labor and material costs to renovate the home is only $30,000, but he invoices Jerry Flipper $85,000 for doing the project, creating a $50,000 profit for Jerry Contractor. Then Jerry Flipper sells it for $100,000, creating a $20,000 loss that he gets reimbursed for later as a tax credit. So at the end of the day, Jerry Flipper made zero and Jerry Contractor made $50,000. Now, if you agree or disagree with me, leave a comment and let me know. I'd love to hear your opinion. But hey, let's just say it's to help poor, disadvantaged people and everyone will support it. I mean, it's for sure not just to get more votes or anything. And while we're at it, let's not ask where the proposed $2 billion annually will come from to pay for this program. I mean, we all know the answer. All you have to do is print more money to pay for more programs. Problem solved. And for sure, when ambitious flippers do exactly what I described will happen, no one will get upset and accuse them of being bad and evil. That for sure won't happen. But hey, who knows, maybe it won't pass Congress and become a bill. I mean, it's not like they have a ton of support from some of the biggest organizations in the US or anything. And by the way, if you wanna flip houses the good old fashioned way and want a really cool tool that will calculate the actual cost of repairs using a custom algorithm that has the 2021 updated numbers, I'll give you my deal analyzer tool for free. Just go to mydealanalyzer.com and again, I'll give that to you for free. And if you wanna say hello, leave a comment below and say, Jerry, keep up the hard work. You are a flipping genius. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.